0: Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 181. Loving Father, we thy children look to thee in fear's dark night, while the angels of thy presence guide us upward to the light. Hymn number 181. will be given by Nancy from New Jersey.
1: Proverbs A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. Matthew Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. First Timothy For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which, while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith, And pierce themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, flee these things, and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness.
0: Let us now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science Textbook. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 205. Oh, for a faith that will not shrink, though pressed by every foe, that will not tremble on the brink of any earthly woe, hymn number 205. to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We start every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, which is uh, sort of a training session in practical Christian science, where we get into the lesson and really get the meat out of it. And we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it, or if you'd like to listen to it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com, and you can also find it on our YouTube channel and our Vimeo channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 a.m., and that Sunday school is available for children anywhere in the world. It has its own teleconference number, and in fact, many of our Sunday school students participate. They don't live in the area, but they call in on the teleconference number, and they have a really good Sunday school. So if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, please call us. We'll be happy to give you the number and very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers, so you can bring the whole family We have a variety, we have a large number actually of websites, many in languages other than English, so that the true word of Christian science reaches millions of people around the world, often in their own language. And one of the articles that is featured on our English website this week is one entitled Poverty and Riches by Muriel C. Berry puts puts that issue in very good perspective. I recommend it highly. And we've been busy printing and mailing this week. The March Love is the Liberator magazine has been printed and put in the mail to subscribers. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from Miscellaneous Writings, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science Textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Susan from Massachusetts.
4: Page 457, science and health with key to the scriptures is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Your missiles of mind have battered down the illusions of sense, allowing life to appear an eternal monument whose spirited hieroglyphics, truth, and love unlike those cut in marble, shall grow more luminous to consciousness as sickness, sin, and death fade out of belief. Arthur T. Buswell, Office of Associated Charities, Cincinnati, Ohio.
0: The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 24 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, Matter. The golden text is from Proverbs. Better is the poor that walketh in his uprightness than he that is perverse in his ways, though he be rich. The responsive reading, Psalms. Praise ye the Lord! Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon earth, the generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth for ever. Unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. He is righteous
3: and full of compassion and righteousness.
0: A good man showeth favor, and lendeth He will guide his affairs with discretion. He hath dispersed, he hath given to the poor. His righteousness endureth for
3: ever. His horn shall be exalted with honor.
0: Bruce will now read.
2: I will read from the Bible, Psalms. Hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor, together. My mouth shall speak of wisdom, and the meditation of my heart shall be of understanding. I will incline mine ear to a parable. I will open my dark saying upon the harp. They that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches, none of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him, FOR THE REDEMPTION OF THEIR SOUL IS PRECIOUS, AND IT ceaseth FOREVER, THAT HE SHOULD STILL LIVE FOREVER, AND NOT SEE CORRUPTION. FOR HE SEETH THAT WISE MEN DIE, LIKEWISE THE FOOL AND THE BRUTISH PERSON PERISH, AND LEAVE THEIR WEALTH TO OTHERS. Their inward thought is that their houses shall continue forever and their dwelling places to all generations. They call their lands after their own names. Be not thou afraid when one is made rich, when the glory of his house is increased, For when he dieth, he shall carry nothing away. His glory shall not descend after him. Though while he lived, he blessed his soul, and men will praise thee when thou doest well to thyself. Luke Jesus went with them. And one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me. And he said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Acts Paul called unto him the disciples and embraced them and departed for to go into Macedonia. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. I have coveted no man's silver or gold or apparel. Yea, ye yourselves know that these hands have ministered unto my necessities and to them that were with me. I have showed you all things how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. 1 Timothy Charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high minded, nor trust in uncertain riches but in the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy, that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. Acts A certain man named Ananias, with Sapphira his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price, his wife also being privy to it and brought a certain part, and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, Why hath Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost, and to keep back part of the price of the land? Whiles it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. And great fear came on all them that heard these things. And the young man arose, wound him up, and carried him out, and buried him. And it was about the space of three hours after, when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. And Peter answered unto her, Tell me whether ye sold the land for so much. And she said, Yea, for so much. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door, and shall carry thee out. Then fell she down straightway at his feet, and yielded up the ghost, and the young men came in and found her dead, and carrying her forth, buried her by her husband. And great fear came upon all the church, and upon as many as heard these things. First John. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world and the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever.
0: Carol will now read.
5: I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. Matter has no life to lose, and spirit never dies. A partnership of mind with matter would ignore omnipresent and omnipotent mind. This shows that matter did not originate in God, spirit, and is not eternal. Therefore, matter is neither substantial, living, nor intelligent. The starting point of divine science is that God, Spirit, is all in all, and that there is no other might nor mind. That God is love, and therefore, He is divine principle. Christianity causes men to turn naturally from matter to spirit, as the flower turns from darkness to light. Man then appropriates those things which eye hath not seen nor ear heard. Paul and John had a clear apprehension that as mortal man achieves no worldly honors except by sacrifice, So he must gain heavenly riches by forsaking all worldliness. Then he will have nothing in common with the worldlings' affections, motives, and aims. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for sinful beliefs to enter the kingdom of heaven, eternal harmony. Through repentance, spiritual baptism, and regeneration, mortals put off their material beliefs and false individuality. It is only a question of time when they shall all know me, God, from the least of them unto the greatest. Denial of the claims of matter is a great step toward the joys of spirit, towards human freedom, and the final triumph over the body. Matter and its claims of sin, sickness, and death are contrary to God and cannot emanate from him. There is no material truth. The physical senses can take no cognizance of God and spiritual truth. Human belief has sought out many inventions, but not one of them can solve the problem of being without the divine principle of divine science. Deductions from material hypotheses are not scientific. They differ from real science because they are not based on divine law. Science reverses the false testimony of the physical senses, and by this reversal, mortals arrive at the fundamental facts of being. Then the question inevitably arises, is a man sick? if the material senses indicate that he is in good health? No, for matter can make no conditions for man. And is he well if the senses say he is sick? Yes, he is well in science, in which health is normal and disease is abnormal. Spirit is the life, substance, and continuity of all things. We tread on forces. Withdraw them, and creation must collapse. Human knowledge calls them forces of matter. But divine science declares that they belong wholly to divine mind, are inherent in this mind, and so restores them to their rightful home and classification. As God is substance, and man is the divine image and likeness, man should wish for, and in reality has, only the substance of good, the substance of spirit, not matter. The belief that man has any other substance or mind is not spiritual and breaks the first commandment, Thou shalt have one God, one mind. Mortal man seems to himself to be material substance, while man is image, idea. Delusion, sin, disease, and death Arise from the false testimony of material sense, which, from a supposed standpoint outside the focal distance of infinite spirit, presents an inverted image of mind and substance with everything turned upside down. When Homer sang of the Grecian gods, Olympus was dark. But through his verse, the gods became alive in a nation's belief. Pagan worship began with muscularity. But the law of Sinai lifted thought into the song of David. Moses advanced a nation to the worship of God in spirit instead of matter and illustrated the grand human capacities of being bestowed by immortal mind. Job said, I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eye seeth thee. Mortals will echo Job's thought when the supposed pain and pleasure of matter cease to predominate. They will then drop the false estimate of life and happiness, of joy and sorrow, and attain the bliss of loving unselfishly, working patiently, and conquering all that is unlike God. Starting from a higher standpoint, one rises spontaneously, even as light emits light without effort. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The good in human affections must have ascendancy over the evil and the spiritual over the animal, or happiness will never be won. The attainment of this celestial condition would improve our progeny, diminish crime, and give higher aims to ambition. Every valley of sin must be exalted, and every mountain of selfishness be brought low, that the highway of our God may be prepared in science. When will the error of believing that there is life in matter and that sin, sickness, and death are creations of God, be unmasked? When will it be understood that matter has neither intelligence, life, nor sensation, and that the opposite belief is the prolific source of all suffering? God created all through mind and made all perfect and eternal. When we fully understand our relation to the divine, we can have no other mind but his, no other love, wisdom, or truth, no other sense of life, and no consciousness of the existence of matter or error.
0: We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 31. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. Brood o'er us with thy sheltering wing, Neath which our spirits blend like brother birds That soar and sing, and on the same branch bend. The arrow that doth wound the dove Darts not from those who watch and love. Hymn number 31. <laughs> Let's now sing hymn number 12. Arise ye people, take your stand, cast out your idols from the land. Above all doctrine, form or creed is found the truth that meets your need. Christ's promise stands, they that believe his works shall do, his power receive. Hymn number 12. Thank mm-hmm.
6: Christian Science textbook, the scientific statement of being, and the correlative passage from First John third chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore man is not material, he is spiritual. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we shall be called the sons of God. Therefore the word knoweth not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in him purify himself, even as he is pure. The meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Amen.